Here in Holland, a new podcast featuring real stories from people from around the world who've come to live in the Netherlands. There are unexpected stories. Um, and I, I, yeah, I was really hungover. I was wearing sunglasses. I really didn't know, really didn't know what was going on. And I accidentally walked into a, a guy who, uh, who had apparently been filling and smoking a crack pipe um, and knocked his crack all over the pavement. Dramatic stories. We saw some bodies over there, and, and the guy just went out of the car and started running, like in a movie. And the police start running, but maybe, I don't know, they were not so fit, so uh, the guy could escape. And some stories which are just a bit weird. Yeah, the crazy thing is that I used to have Dutch neighbours when I was a child in Peru. Uh, so for me, it was always a, a warm feeling thinking about the Netherlands because I used to play with Andre and Yoshi. So here it is, the first ever Here in Holland podcast. I'm Andy Clark, and I've been in the Netherlands for almost 20 years. I'm from the UK, from the northeast, from Middlesbrough. And I know that being an outsider in a different country can be disorientating. So I thought, hmm, let's share those experiences and let's be a little bit disorientated together. Most of all, let's share some great stories. Think of it as therapy, only a bit cheaper. Or just think of it as fun. Well, why not? I'll let you know how you can take part and get in touch with me to share your stories later on in the podcast. But first off, for this first ever edition, I thought it would be great to have a theme. And the theme is Chance Encounters. Something newcomers to any country have a lot of. But here in Holland, they can be just a little bit different. This story begins uh, on the 19th of May 2012. This was the day that Chelsea Football Club won the Champions League against Bayern Munich in Munich. This is Luke from Essex in the UK. He lives in Amsterdam. His chance encounter involves a lucky escape. Um, uh, one of the things that made me really fall in love with Amsterdam was celebrating that victory here in the city. Um, I, uh, I celebrated hard, I celebrated long. And uh, the next day I was feeling very tender and quite weak. I had a few mates from England come over as well to watch the game with me. Um, and I was walking down a, I was walking down the Harlama Dyke, Harlama Strat, Harlama Dyke, one of the two. Um, and I, I, yeah, I was really hungover. I was wearing sunglasses. I really didn't know, really didn't know what was going on. And I accidentally walked into a, a guy who, uh, who had apparently been filling and smoking a crack pipe. Um, and knocked his crack all over the pavement. Um, I didn't think much of it, but uh, like maybe 20 seconds later, this guy, I just saw him at the side of my eye, came round and jabbed me in the foot with an umbrella. Um, and then he started whispering stuff in my ear, saying how uh, I knocked his crack all over the floor, I had to pay, he was like, you come with me, you come with me. Um, and then he was like showing me the street, and he was like, look at this, and there, there, was, no, there was nothing there. Uh, he was like, this is my crack, and you owe me this. And he was like, you're going to go to that cash machine and get me money now. And I said, I, with all due respect, my friend, I don't think I am. Uh, and then he said, yeah, I've got a knife, and if you don't give me the money, I'm going to use it on you. And it was like one of the busiest streets in Amsterdam, so I just went, oh, OK, let's go to the cash machine. 
and then for some reason uh, I walked one side of um, a bike rack and he walked the other um, and yeah I just I, like a, a, we, there was like 10 meters between us so I just ran <laughs> um, and yeah that was that was my running with uh, that was my first running with a, with a crackhead in Amsterdam yeah it was, it was a little bit scary how much money did he want from you uh, I think like 20 euros. I'm, I'm not really sure on the price of these things, but that seemed uh, that seemed quite a fair price. Luke Gilder, who lives in Amsterdam. So how does he feel after that bizarre experience about being here in Holland? I, I came out literally expecting to be here six months to a year. And now, uh, yeah, I, f I find it difficult to think of living anywhere else. Um, so I, I travelled around Indonesia and uh, Asia in the summer and... Uh, like, I had a great time there, but when I got back, I was like, oh, my... Uh, you, you really forget how easy everything is in the Netherlands. You know, the trains run on time for the most part. Everything's super clean and super nice. Um, yeah, really, really great place to live. Uh, my name is Ana Karina Rosales. I'm 47 years old, and I live, like... Uh almost 20 years in the Netherlands. And where were you before you came here? Uh, I lived in Peru. I, uh, I come from Peru, so I uh, used to live there, and then I got a uh, scholarship. Uh, I won that, and then I, I was welcome to come to study in the Netherlands for six months. Anna's chance encounter happened way before she came to the Netherlands. Yeah, the crazy thing is that I used to have Dutch neighbors when I was a child in Peru. And so for me, it was always a warm feeling thinking about the Netherlands because I used to play with Andre and Yoshi. Uh, they were my neighbor friends. And actually, I met them afterwards. Eh? Later, when I came to the Netherlands, I decided to, to search for them and I found them. And they uh, one lived in Rotterdam, the other one lived in the Bosch, and uh, they are doing fine. And with them, I learned so many things of the Dutch culture already. When I was like six, seven years old, I uh, ate already. Um, I knew already the drops. I knew already the, and I liked it the most, the fat, the fat uh, drop. How, how is it called? The uh, uh, licorice, yeah, the licorice uh, the, sticks and the yeah. dropiers. Dropiers, and the dropiers, but those ones that are like shoes laces. Oh yeah, they're like shoelaces, yeah. 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 And, okay. Uh, and you were speaking Spanish then, I guess. We, we spoke Spanish with them. But I knew some words because of the mother will be there. And she, she will always say, pasop, pasop. And I knew what, yeah, pasop is, has, has something to be with uh, take care of. So. Yeah, watch out, watch out, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the feeling I, I, I get when I think about the Netherlands. Warm, uh, yeah. Happiness. I mean, when when you are a child uh, and you have that memory, and now you live in the place where, uh, yeah, in a way, is connected to you. Uh, I feel like uh, I almost belong home here. If you want to share a story with here in Holland, then why not WhatsApp me on zero six twelve forty two eighty three eighty seven. That's zero six twelve forty two eighty three. 87. You can pitch your story via WhatsApp audio or leave a text message. You can also mail me here in Holland at gmail.com. The mail address and the WhatsApp number are also on the website here in Holland.com. 
to sing it and a song was born. Now it's the phrase, the new sensation. Coming up, Dutch directness. A chance encounter in a student kitchen provokes a philosophical discussion on the meaning of race. And there'll be more about the running man we heard about at the beginning. We saw some police over there and, and the guy just went out of the car and start running, like in a movie. And the police start running, but maybe, I don't know, they were not so fit, so uh, the guy could escape. No, we're laughing about it, but uh, no, uh, I think he tried to escape, the guy tried to escape on the right, uh, but yeah, he could have killed us. That's coming up. And chance encounters are not only with people. Do you want to hear about uh, when me and my friend Lewis saved a pigeon? Yeah, that sounds great. But first, a Chinese father's love of football inspires a young Chinese woman to head for Holland. Uh, I'm Jie Yu. Um, I'm 30 years old. Uh, I've been in the Netherlands for six years. And why did you come to the Netherlands then to start with? Oh, that's a very good question. I think I would surprise you. Um, uh, when I was, I think, 14 years old, I started watching football with my father, European Cup, and the host country is the Netherlands, well, one of the host countries. And when we were in China, we have this, uh, well, six hours, I think six hours of time difference. And my father had to wake up um, at night uh, to watch football. And I would wake up with him to just watch the games. And I liked uh, football so much that I said to myself, I need to go to Europe one day. So the late night football eventually translated to life here in Holland. And one day a chance encounter in the student kitchen led to that debate on race. The story I'm telling you is about color. You know, in the Netherlands, um, every every time during the time of Sinterklaas, there is this one big debate about color, about uh, Swart Pete being uh, deliberately painted black. My story is not about black, it's about yellow. When I was living with Dutch students in the student house, I was back then uh, cooking something from China, and it's an ingredient my housemates has never seen before. And they ask me, oh, what are you cooking? And I'm saying, oh, I'm cooking a yellow flower. And then one of them is taken aback. Uh, he told me, um, this is yellow flower. And I said, yes. And he said, yellow, it's the same as your skin. Like, it feels like a criticism to me. How can I be yellow? But then, um, Oh, oh, and then another housemate interrupted and she stopped him saying that, oh, it's not really polite to say another person is yellow. And I thought to myself, right, it's, it does sound a bit racist. I, I was born in China and in China, we don't really have this kind of racial awareness the, um, the majority of the population is Chinese, so we are not taught about being aware of uh, the racial difference. 
and although the Netherlands may have been confusing at first, Ju says she now feels at home. Well, there are actually quite a number of good things. For instance, being invited to someone's birthday party together with their family and friends.、Uh, so I think I think this is something quite special. It, it feels like you get into their circle. For a foreigner, I think、uh, that's something I really appreciate.、Uh, being、uh, accepted as、uh, one of their own,、uh, it's something I really、uh, feel happy about. A different story. Picture the scene: Amsterdam, Halloween. It's dark. Two friends are cycling to a party. Unknown to them, the police are chasing a drunk driver right behind them, and the chase is closing in. They hear a crash, and turn to look. The night of、uh, Halloween, we are just biking on the on the on the cycling path, and all of a sudden we we hear, we hear a crash. So we look to the crash. So that's two cars crashing, and、uh, we we just go on. Then we see, we say, okay, well, let's go. Nothing hap- nothing bad happened, and we hear the car who just crashed、uh, riding again. We look at it, and it was riding through us, straightly through us. And uh, uh, I was with a friend, Miguel, a Spanish friend、uh, and a colleague, and、uh, I tried to to escape on the right. He tried to escape on the left, but the car、uh, shocked him, and.、Uh, Everything went really, really quick. Also, myself, a piece of the car、uh, struck me,、uh, um, touched me, but I, I just fell on the ground. My my bag was was、uh, was totally broken, but Miguel was on the floor. And then the the, the car crashed again a pole, just ten years, ten、uh, ten meters after. So, so the car mounted the pavement and came onto the cycle track. Exactly, it hit you. You were going to the right, and then、yeah. it, it hit Miguel even more badly. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and 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 so the car then went to straight to a pole. We saw some police over there, and and the guy just went out of the car and start running like in a movie. And the police start running, but maybe I don't know. They were not so fit, so、uh, the guy could escape. And、uh, my friend Miguel was on the floor; he was bleeding、uh, badly, but he was he was conscious. And、uh, actually, his, his leg was broken. Uh, uh, really, really super quick、uh, because he was really in the center of Amsterdam.、Um, ambulance came, and we went together to the hospital. And、uh, And now the guy, I think, is catched and is, it was caught, and、uh, the, the, the trial is starting or something. But、uh, yeah,、okay. crazy story. And Miguel has made a full recovery from from the crash. Yeah, Miguel was playing soccer with me, so I'm still waiting for him.、Uh, it will be、uh, one year in the 30, yeah, the end of this month. So I will tell him now. Okay, now let's go back to play football. So he's he's doing well. He's doing well. Yeah. It was a long process. And did the police tell you what it was? The guy was about to, the the guy, what he was, and what he was running away from. Yeah, actually, the guy was really drunk. Apparently,、uh, it was not his car. It was a car that he has borrowed to somebody. But it, he let his、uh, identity card in the car, and and before uh, uh, shocking us, he had shocked many cars 
on the way. Oh. So uh, yeah. so he, he crashed into a lot of cars along the way, but obviously was so drunk that he left his ID card <laughs> yeah, in there. Exactly. So that's why they could catch him, exactly. even though they weren't they weren't fit enough to chase him. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's the story. Wow, that's a good story. Yeah. Okay. Well, good that it ended well. And that was your 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 experience with the, the Dutch police and a kind of strange experience in the in the Netherlands. It could kill us, eh? Uh, okay. So no, we're laughing about it, but uh, no. Uh, I think he tried to escape. The guy tried to escape on the right, uh, but yeah, he could have killed us. A chance encounter with a police chase that left Adrian and Miguel shaken and smashed up. Like Adrian says, they can laugh now, but at the time it was much more serious. But Adrian has not let the experience shake him up too much, and he still loves living here in the Netherlands. And despite being knocked off his bike by a runaway drunk driver, cycling is one of the things he loves most of all. It's it's just fantastic. Uh, cycling in the Netherlands it's uh, it's it's one of the best thing uh, I think in the in the daily daily life. Uh, it's something all foreigners uh, I think really appreciate. Uh, you sport every day. I mean, Dutch people are, are pretty tall. They they eat. Uh, they eat a lot and not always uh, super uh, healthy, but because they are cycling, I believe uh, they are pretty thin and and uh, and uh, fit people. Uh, yeah, this is one of the things I, I like the most. Do you want to hear about uh, when me and my friend Lewis saved a pigeon? Yeah. Ah, of course, Luke and his pigeon. This is the last story in this first Here in Holland podcast, a chance encounter with a pigeon. Luke and Lewis to the rescue. So, it was this weekend, actually, my friend Lewis and I, another English expat, um, we, were, uh, we were out and about in the pipe in Amsterdam, uh, off to buy some red wine on a Sunday afternoon. And then we came across this little pigeon underneath a, underneath a bush and, like, it was trying to fly away, but it was caught up somehow. Um, so we ran back to the house. We got a pair of gloves and a plastic bag each. Um, and then we were fiddling around trying to see what exactly was stuck on the pigeon. And it for so, somehow, I, I don't know, uh, its feet were tied together and then tied to, the, tied to the bush. So then we were there. We were trying to rip through the rope and then eventually... Yeah, we got it free and uh, picked it up in the plastic bag and released it. It was really great. Luke Gilder at One with Nature in Amsterdam. So what makes you feel great about life here in Holland? Or what drives you nuts? Share your stories with me. You can use the WhatsApp line 0612 42 83 87. Leave an audio message or simply text. You can also email me hereinholland at gmail.com or you can leave a comment on the site hereinholland.com. The email address and the WhatsApp number are there too. And remember to share the podcast via Facebook or Twitter or whatever else. And if you like the show, leave a review in the iTunes store. From me, Andy Clark, thanks for listening to this first ever Here in Holland story podcast. <laughs> <laughs>